You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldweg, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Shemesh Israel, 5780-2019. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayera. I'd like to share with you a thought from Reb Chaim Friedlander on our Parsha. His Chazkus Gamla Krasnasyanis Ketanim. The super category here is, the topic of conversation here is, strengthen our, strengthening ourselves in regards to our smaller Nisyanis, in regards to our smaller challenges, Big challenges, mysterious nefesh, you know, giving up one's life. Those are the easy ones sometimes. The harder ones are the little ones. The details require sometimes more attention. That's what he's going to say. All right, let's see. We find that King Solomon, he tells us that the Yitzhahara is a king who is an old and foolish king. in Kahelis. Bir Hagain Rabsimcha Rabsimcha Zissel, excuse me, Mikalm. Rabsimcha Zissel Mikalm. The Altar of Kalm says, Melumi What is the idea of this old and foolish king? He is a king who is very good at his, at, he's very used to warfare. Bepikhus, he's smart. But the thing that he sells a person, the thing that he wins with is foolishness. We're going to see how, from one perspective, the Yitzhahara works with us, he fights with us in a way which is very smart. But from another perspective, he fights with us in a way which is very foolish. Okay, we're going to, I'm not reading the entire piece, I'm going to read just pieces of it. We see that besides for the fact that we have the, the Akeda itself, the actual Nisoyim that Avram Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu went through in regards to bringing to, to, for Yitzchak to be sacrificed, which was a tremendously large Nisoyim, we see that there were also additional challenges that took place as the as they got closer to the Nisayah, even before the Nisayah, he mentions the fact that that the Satan said to Avram Avinu that that um, what you're going to give away this child that came when, he was when you were 100 years old, other things that he said to him. Now, what's interesting, what I want to focus on is what he said to him in regards when he what he spoke, what the Yitzhar said to Yitzchak Avinu. He saw he wasn't getting through to Avram. So he turns to Yitzchak and he says like this. Yitzchak gave up on Avram. Well, Yitzchak, he comes to Yitzchak. It's a, it's a medrash. I'm asking. So at this point, Yitzchak didn't know what was going on. But the Yitzhahara came and he said to him, Do you know what your father is about to do? He's about to shecht you. He's about to bring you as a sacrifice. You are the son of your mother. Your poor old mother. She waited so long for you to be born. You're going to allow yourself to be shechted. You're going to allow yourself to be slaughtered. To, to this Yitzchak Avinu responded just as Avram responded. He said, Yes, I'm willing to give myself up. Even though it might be true. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants this, if this is what God wants, this is what I'm going to do. Interestingly, he already saw with his interaction with Avram Avinu that 
he couldn't convince Avram Avinu to give up his Mesir Snefesh, his willingness to give up his son. He's not, it's not going to work with Yitzchak either. So he tries by saying, what about your mother? What about her feelings? He tries to come in from the side. He tries to get him to, to, to step back because of the cover of his mother. Now here's the Pella. Here's the, the wondrous thing. Son of the Besa, Yerusa. He said to him like this, he said, what about Yishmael? Remember your mother, how she got so upset and angry at Hagar and Yishmael for what he was, he was doing to you? You're going to just throw it all away by giving up your life? Don't do it. That's what Yitzhara said. I'm sorry, not just that you're going to throw it away. He's the one who's going to get the Yerusha. You're going to die. He's the one who's going to take over and get all the money. He's going to get the spiritual Yerusha. I'm not sure exactly what this means. I know how to Omar. When he heard this, so... Oh, oh I'm sorry. I do know what it means. It means that when someone hears Lashon Hara, so even if he doesn't believe it all the way, he believes it halfway. He hears a little bit. It comes into his mind. So even though Yitzchak didn't believe the Yitzchak completely, but it, 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 you know, it bothered him a little bit. So he turns to Avram Avinu and he says, Avi, it says, Lama Avi Avi, Shtei Pa'amim. The Medjah says, why does it say the word Avi twice? He indeed turned to Avram Avinu and said, have compassion on me. He said, maybe we shouldn't do this. That he said, who is giving you these bad ideas that we shouldn't do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants? Said Avram Avinu to Yitzchak. Hashem should stop the Yitzchak in his tracks and not allow him to stop you and cause you to be stopped in your tracks. We don't know. Hashem might show us what's going to be the right animal for the job, for the to be brought as a korban. He said to him straight, if not, you're the one who's going to be the seh. You're going to be the one who is brought up. And so they went together. They went, Avram and Yitzchak together. Avram went with having in mind he's going to bind his son Yitzchak. Yitzchak went having in mind he's going to be bound. Avram went having in mind he's going to shecht his son, he's going to slaughter his son. And Yitzchak went having in mind that he's going to be slaughtered. So, Reb Chaim explains, Sahara the words of Yitzhara, they went into his heart. They went into Yitzhak's heart. He needed the help of an Avram Avinu to be able to withstand Yitzhara. And Avram revealed to him, it could be that you are the one who's going to be the sad. You're going to be the sacrifice. By admitting the truth and telling him that they were on their way to the binding, Amazing thing. He said to him, we're about to do something awesome. We're about to do something great. We're about to have an amazing accomplishment. We're going to give up everything for Hashem. That strengthened Yitzchak. That gave him the ability to do it. When a person has clarity, what is the challenge? 
It's very clear. It makes it easier to be able to withstand the the tr- the, the challenge. What does Yitzhar try to do? Yitzhar tries to give us doubts. Maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe, what about your mother? What about this? What about that? To take away the, 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 how important it is, or how, you know, the, the, exactly what the Nisayon is. When a person has clarity about what is this Nisayon, what am I facing off against? What is it that I need to do? With that clarity, when a person, this is an amazing tool. Having the clarity, speaking out, a person's faced with the Nisayon, yes, I was trying to get him to do something wrong. Pause. What do I need to do? I need to stand up strong. I need to do Hashem's will. I can't just give in to my Yitzharah. I can't give in to my to my evil inclination. Okay. So here's where it comes to this principle, and that is that a person could be ready for awesome, difficult, challenging nisyanus. But that doesn't mean that he's ready for the little ones. Amnam Sarkbir, and he says it like this. Amazing thing. We need to understand. Can't start up with him when it comes to his Mesir Snefesh. He's gonna he's willing to give up his life. He's even willing to give his mother pain. You know, that's part of the deal. That's what we gotta do sometimes. It's a funny thing. Where does Yitzhar get him? He gets him by saying to him, Yishmael's going to hit the money that, or the, the, whether you talk about the, the, the wealth, you talk about the spiritual Yerusha, the inheritance is going to go to him instead of you if you give up your life. He's the one that's going to take over. This is his kinna. This is jealousy. That's how he gets him? He's going to get the whole Yerusha, the whole inheritance that was that was where he got him. That's where he had trouble, and he had to turn to Avram Avinu for help. It's that strange thing. Chazal are teaching us an amazing thing, an awesome foundational concept. It could be that a person is ready to give up their lives. I can do that big thing. I can do that awesome, startlingly great. I can fulfill that mitzvah. But that same person can fall down in a small nisayin, a small challenge. Something my, my Rosh Hashiva speaks about. You know, sometimes a person can have bitachin. Interestingly, a person can have faith in God. He can trust in Hashem. When the going gets really tough, He's, the person can say, oh, I know Akadosh Baruch Hu is, is going to do what's best for me. It's possible for a person to be in such a dire situation that even though the, 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 a week ago, the mother was worrying, where's my son? He didn't come back yet. Who knows what happened? I mean, there was an accident on the road. Da, 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 da. On and on. There's no bitachan. But when the person is in a dire situation, they, they know that their life is hanging in the balance. That same person can have awesome bitachan. Right? When it comes to an extreme situation, it's in some ways easier to to perform to face off with the challenge. 
It's true that Yitzchak had prepared himself for the greater Nisiyanis, for the greater challenges. But he wasn't ready for the little Nisiyan, the little Nisiyan of jealousy. Oh, Yishmael's going to, you know. We find that generally speaking, Chazal tells us there's a concept of that included in 200 is 100. If you can accomplish a bigger thing, if you have 200, if you have the power to do of 200, obviously you have the power of 100. Usually that's true. When it comes to the Yitzhahara, just because you worked on one Yitzhahara, just because a person has accomplished something with a particular area of his service of God, doesn't mean that they've accomplished something that they're, that they're bulletproof in another area. Each and every midah of a person, each and every single character trait of a person needs to be worked on individually. Even if he prepared himself when it came to the midah of Mesir's Nefesh, willingness to give up his life, he may not have uprooted the midah of kinah, of jealousy. So for that, he needed Avram Avinu's help to be able to withstand the pitui, the seduction of the Yitzharah, the evil inclination. And he brings a few other examples of this in other places where we find this idea. There's a concept that when it comes to bringing the carbon HaOyla, when it comes to bringing the special uh, carbon which was completely burnt, that completely burnt sacrifice, so the Torah says, the Torah says a language which is mizaris, which encourages the Kayanim to do it correctly, to be careful about it. The word Sav says, command Aaron and his sons. Because the Rashi ain't Sav Whenever you have the word Sav, it's always a language of encouraging people, of, of saying, do it quickly, do it properly, now and for all generations. Rib Shimon says, Rib Shimon Rechai says, that when it comes to something where I don't benefit from it, I don't, I'm not making any money from this. The kain usually when it comes to other carbonus, he gets a chelik, he gets to eat from it. This carbon is completely burned. So I'm not benefiting from it. It's much harder for a person. I can tell you from my own experience, it's hard for a person. If you feel like you're not making money, why am I making this music for? People are not going to pay for it, right? That's a thought that I hate to say it comes to me quite often, right? When a person doesn't feel like they're benefiting from it, it's much harder to to do that thing. It's hard to be motivated. In the same way, the kohanim they don't get anything from the carbon oil. They needed to be commanded. This is what you have to do. I need to encourage myself. This is the shlichus Hakadosh Baruch Hu put me in this world for to create music. This means that there is a special obligation, as we just said. There is a special, I'm sorry, not obligation, a special need for Kaddish Baruch Hu to, to be mezariz them. To bring the carbon oil. No one else benefits from it. It's completely burned. He says it, it requires explanation. We find in many places in the Gemara that Kohanim are extra careful when it comes to their avoida. Not only that, I'm sorry, Umat Sarech Lazarzam, so why do you need to encourage them? Look, it's true 
that the eating is a nice thing and they enjoy the food, but that that itself is an avoid in the base of English. That itself is part of the service. If they're careful about that part of the service, why wouldn't they be careful about that krava? The bringing of the korban, bring the sacrifice. It doesn't make sense. They're going to think in their heart, they might, it might steal into their heart a thought that, oh, I don't get any food from this, I'm not going to be so careful about the korban. What? Heaven forbid. There you get stomach aches from eating so much of the of the basar. Why would they hold back? Why do they need that tzav? Why do they need that command to encourage them not to be lazy in regards to it? Rav Dessler, Rav Dessler explained, Even though it's true, they're completely surrounded by mitzvahs on all sides, by Vedas HaKadosh, they're involved in the service of Hashem, whose reason by they're careful about, they're, they're, they're quick, in their service. Same same idea. When it comes to smaller nisyanis, when it comes to the, the, the little things, the little it's easy to do big things. The little things, those are the things that require an extra an extra encouragement, an extra extra attention in that area. And he brings down, I'm not gonna read it inside, but he brings down one more point, uh, a few more points, I'm gonna just hone in on one he brings another point that when it comes very interestingly when it comes to the Kayin Gadol Yom Kippur we actually use this concept in a positive way there's a positive spin on it the Kayin Gadol Yom Kippur so they would set aside another Kohen if in case the Kohen Gadol something would happen if he would become impure the other Kohen would be able to take over why would they do it? not really as a backup we know that the Kayin Gadol was careful but it would encourage the Kayin Gadol, not, he didn't want to lose his job. He would be more careful about having the correct thoughts that he shouldn't become impure because he knows, hey, that guy's going to take over for me if I, I'm the one who wants to do it. So we see that it's possible to use this very concept in a positive way. Right? It's possible to use the idea of this, this jealousy, the little things. We can also use it to encourage ourselves. Right? The proper kinna, kinna siphon. See somebody else who's... who's uh, so, Let's say another example, you know, just talking about us. I have a job to do. I have a job to do. And, and it might be in learning. It might be in shiurim. When I see other people, if, I know if I don't do that job, someone else is going to take over for me. That's going to encourage me to do it correctly myself. So that's an important point as well. So what is the idea? And what are we to take out of this? So he tells us like this. Maybe Rabbi Zitzal Rav Dessler said the following story, There's a certain person who wanted so much to learn Torah. He had to fight tremendously in order to get to the yeshiva. Maybe his parents didn't want him to go. Maybe there were other things that were blocking him from going. He came to the yeshiva in Volozhin. He, he finally got there. He passed all the tests. He got to the point that he wanted to. He got there after all of the challenges, all the big challenges. He got to Yeshiva and all the little challenges knocked him down. He wasted his time. He wasn't focused in, on his learning. He ended up wasting his time in Yeshiva. Although he had prepared himself for the big Nesiyanis, for the bigger ones, he failed when it came to the daily nesiyanis, the daily challenges 
that I had to face off with. He wasn't ready for them. There's another thing here. Excuse me, after a person gets through the bigger challenges, person feels great. Look, I got all, I, I, I won. I did it. I did it. I got through the big one. The person feels satisfied. I did the big thing. The little things, okay. I feel good already about myself. And I'm not going to stand up to those. The little Nisinas are much harder. It's a much greater. The little things are much greater in a certain sense. Ramchal says a similar thing. Person needs to know you're not in this world. You're not to just hang out, relax, look back on your accomplishments. No, you're here to work. Like someone goes out to war, always ready for for battle. When a person accustoms himself in this way, so he'll find himself. He will find his work to be light for sure person has to think about this always be ready for battle always be ready for the little things as well Befrat, specifically he says Chaim tells us a beautiful thing he says we are day workers we don't get paid by the month we don't get paid by the job we don't get paid we get paid by the day so a person who gets paid by the day you're getting paid by the hour you gotta work you gotta put in your time you can't waste your time each and every day is a new thing you accomplished yesterday great you gotta accomplish again today you can't you can't sit back on your laurels person who is paid by the month or by the year you know he might not he might weaken himself from his his work I'll do it tomorrow I still have another few days I still have plenty of time well, a person who's being paid by the day you gotta work today you don't you can't push it off till tomorrow if you look at the whole year, the whole zman, look, it's the beginning of the zman. The whole winter is ahead of me. I have so much, I have plenty of time. There's a danger. I think, oh, there's so much time I can accomplish later. can cause me to weaken myself. If we know that we are day workers, each day is a new we're, we're getting paid. We got it. We got to We can't be lackadaisical on the job. So I have to be careful every moment. I can't. I can't give up a moment. What is the eitzah? How can a person stand up to the constant nisiyans, the constant challenges? I'm a warrior. I'm ready for any battle. I'm ready for anything that comes my way. The Yitzhar is going to come in from an unexpected direction. I got to watch out. I got to be aware. I got to be on, the, on my guard. When a person is ready for battle, he's ready for any challenge. That's the attitude. That's the, I'm ready for anything. I'm ready for the big ones. I'm ready for the little ones. So, with that... Without exciting for it, I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to be able to recognize the opportunities for big nisyanis, the opportunities for big challenges that we can overcome. Those are great. But also Hashem should help us to appreciate and recognize the small things and how important those things are as well. Hashem should help us to be ready 
for the big ones and the small ones. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.